Let's talk about Riverside.fm, the leading podcast and video creation platform that's changing the game on how creators record content. Riverside.fm allows you to record studio quality audio and up to 4K video on their platform. Now you can interview a guest a thousand miles away and it'll sound like you're sitting in the same room. It's as easy to use as Zoom, but gives much higher quality audio and video recordings. Did we mention that they have a mobile app? This allows guests to connect directly from their phone and record content from anywhere. After your content is finished, you can easily grab clips to share them across your social media channels. So if you're looking for a hero platform for all your recording needs, from podcasts to webinars to other video content, you should be using Riverside FM. Sign up today so you can focus on your content and leave the quality to Riverside FM. Use promo code SHIPIT and receive a 30% discount on your first three months of your subscription. That's promo code SHIPIT to receive a 30% discount on the first three months of your subscription. Back to the show. The first win of the season for the New York Giants. No intro music needed. No vibing needed because we're vibing with a win right now, baby. I don't care how many goddamn 0-3 teams made it to the playoffs. Okay, we're one and three. We got an overtime win against one of the best teams in the NFC, the New Orleans Saints. And you know what? I'm happy. And I'm here with my co-host, Alex. We're here to celebrate Excuse me, this win together. I don't know how many times I'm not going to be able to talk because I'm scrambling through all my emotions at once. But you know what? After how bad this team played in this game, Alex, and we're going to talk about the mistakes. We're going to talk about all the positives which I'm sure will be the main part of this episode, but, you know, we can't be all uh, positives only, right? We're going to have to go through the negatives as well. We are here together, luckily, to celebrate the win as fans, as co-hosts, as partners, and as friends. I think the biggest one out of all of those. My friend, Alex, how are you? We won a football game and it's just so so good we won a football game and I just I don't I don't even know what to say it's just so exciting um you know we could go we could lose that we probably will lose every single game after this but hey the Giants won Daniel Jones played at an elite level Saquon Barkley looked like he was back to his best the defense did mostly good (laughs) we'll get to that a little bit later I thought receiving wise Kenny Galladay had a heck of a game Kadarius Tony had a heck of a game. I, I, all too good. It, it was just all really good. John Ross obviously getting involved. Who else got involved? Many people were getting involved. Okay, it was just an overall great performance. I'm just, I'm happy. It was. I don't, I don't even know what to say. I can't. I'm, I'm trying to get the words out of my mouth. It's just a good day to be a Giants fan. And then Josh and I can walk into school tomorrow without us getting made fun of. Well, we'll still get made fun of a little I bit. I might have like, to wear my Giants jersey tomorrow. We might have to wear the Giants jersey. But usually, this is how the pattern goes when we walk into school. We walk into school. People make fun. They're like, the Giants suck. The Giants suck. We're like, yep, we know. We know. And then it's just all downhill from there. But the Jets won too today. So congrats to them for also not being terrible. Well, they're still terrible, just like us. But Congrats, and it's just it's it's great. Um, I mean, wh- where do we even start? Where do we start with the game? I think we got to start with the main man, Daniel Jones, because he just played lights out today. I think the birds in the back of your and ha- in, in the back of your house are also chirping because they know the the Giants won. 
Are, are they chirping? I can't even hear them. I'm tuning uh, really? everyone out. Uh, I mean, I'm hearing some stuff. I heard. It's it's gone now, maybe because... Uh, it might have just been me chirping from all the excitement, we'll have to say. <laughs> might have been Jabril Peppers in the locker room after, yeah. after, <laughs> that, the locker. after that overtime coin toss. That was, uh, that was a sight uh, to see. After he did that, I knew we would win. After I saw him go like that, I was like, yeah, we're Sure, winning. Alex. Yeah, sure. I, I knew it. I knew it. I knew uh, it. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm or at sure least you, the hope inside of me did. I, I'm sure you called that one right out the I bat. called it. I called it. Um, oh, what was I going to say now? But I, I know you want to start with Daniel Jones. We'll start with him. I just, like, I had a thought um, about the show. Oh, yeah. No, I thought was uh, you were saying the defense played mostly well. My comment to that was just take Taysom Hill out of this game. The defense did pretty well. <laughs> That's all you got to do. Uh, two touchdowns against this team. We'll get to that later. Yes. Okay. Daniel Jones. Um, so I guess to go over his stat line, Mr. Jones had 28 for 40, uh, attempts, uh, completions to attempts, 402 yards. The man had career, four yeah. career record, by the way, career record, career there. high. Career and that high, was sorry. also the first time in the Garrett era. Uh, that Daniel Jones has had over 300 yards, let alone 400, just over there. Oh my God, what a game from Daniel Jones, man. I mean, we kind of saw it, Alex, as the season has progressed, that Daniel Jones, he can actually be our quarterback, man. Like, we've finally been seeing it. Yes, we've seen the glimpses here and there, goddammit, but for full lengths of games, it hasn't been just plays, Alex. Finally, it hasn't been just plays. It hasn't been like a play here or there where those Daniel Jones fans can come out like you basically because as you know you you like him more than I hate him uh you know you you would come out and be like you know what he had this one good play with seven minutes to go in the third quarter no you don't have to do that anymore because Daniel Jones is showing out for halves he's showing out for games and now consecutive games he's showing out and this game topped it all off yes he threw his first interception of the season that That's shouldn't, BS. Who cares? Who that cares? shouldn't even Those be in the there. stat line, man. They should like erase interceptions at the end of halves or at the end of games. Cause like, obviously it's going to happen. No biggie, but the two touchdowns, obviously the Saquon, we'll talk about that too, but that's, I mean, you mentioned Daniel Jones, so I'm sure you want to get to him yourself. That's just what I have to say about him so far. With Daniel Jones. I looked, I was like, how many mistakes can we see here? There was and number one. I think the biggest play, the most important play it was on that drive when we went to kick the field goal at the end of the uh, you know regular time. Daniel Jones, it's second and seven, or I believe it's second and seven. And he's rolling out. You could see he's under pressure. And he could force it. Last year, does he force it to Kenny Galladay? Does he throw it up to the middle of the field? No, he throws it out of bounds. And that was the defining moment in this game. He threw it out of bounds and not into the hands of Malcolm Jenkins or whoever the hell, Marshawn Lattimore, whoever was there. Very good from Daniel Jones. He had one bad pass that was a little bit unfortunate. Um, I believe he like he overthrew Saquon on one of those like curl routes that I thought was, you know, it was it was an important time in the game and he missed through it and I was pretty upset about it. But in the grand scheme of things, doesn't matter. Overall played really well, was really impressed. But, I mean, I, I don't even know what to say. Rushing, he was, you know, mediocre. He had that one big rush at the end of the second half, or first half. Besides that, didn't really do much. But, uh, yeah, Daniel Jones, really good from him today. And, uh, you know, sounds like Joe Judge was proud of him in his uh, press conference. We're kind of getting, like, the tweets in and, like, all the news in the press conference. 
to be honest, Josh, Josh is like, oh, should we wait to see what I'm like, no, who cares what they have to say? We've been listening to them for a long time. We've been listening to Joe Judge say this is going to get better. Let's talk about how it might have gotten better. We don't need to listen to them. <laughs> right. But we have our own opinions to talk about. We don't need to yes. hear about theirs. Um, but yeah, so I guess good thing that, uh, you know, you mentioned that um, because, you know, just to let you guys know who are listening that we are recording us at around like five o'clock. So I don't know if that gets you any update on like what happens, but I don't, I don't want to go to the far point of, and we could get to this towards the end of the episode. Cause I think we should recap the game first, but of the NFC East and the NFC standings and all of that, where we are, let's just enjoy this win for right now. Um, and, and I, I guess deal with that. Now, I don't know if we should go in chronological order, but just staying with Daniel Jones. I mean, we'll see how this goes. Just staying with Daniel Jones, that pass to John Ross for their first touching out of the game was an absolute dot uh, from DJ. That got me hyped up. And Alex, you've mentioned this too. I think it was this offseason. Uh, you brought up PFS and their rankings when it comes to deep throws by quarterbacks. He is freaking precise, man, Daniel Jones, on those deep throws. So that's the first thing I want to talk about. Um, I mean, there was that. Can we talk about Daniel Jones not giving up uh, when it comes to the end of the first half? Where we where normally we would just kneel the freaking ball, actually giving an effort. Okay, fine, you know, and ended up an interception. But let's get to that point where we can have like a, you know, maybe pull an Aaron Rodgers once that you know he's known for doing that. But at least trying to like do that and and, and looking out for it was great. And again, there was still the times though where this Giants team on a fourth and one did not go for it. On fourth downs, like on the late 30-yard lines, 38, 39-yard lines, I can't, you know, I'm kind of blanking. Um, but, like, they didn't go for it. And look what happened when we didn't go for it. Gano missed a field goal. That field goal would have freaking counted by a lot if uh, we didn't nail that field goal later by Gano. So good job kind of coming back and, and being what he is. Um, obviously that streak ended for him. It is what it is, but now he's got a new streak going. He's got two in a row. So that's a good thing. And then that Saquon Barkley pay call, play call. Great job. Obviously Saquon receiving. We got to do that more often. And, um, I guess that run at the end too is great. Kenny Galladay wide open, helping us get to the inside the uh, red zone was great too. I mean, that ends my Daniel Jones talk because we got a lot of other players to go on to. Next player I want to go on to. So we're going to try a little thing here. We, we're we on new platform for these YouTube videos, etc. We're going to do a little share screen for a certain person over here. Mr. Is it loading? There we go. Mr. Young. <laughs> Look at his post-game outfit. Love the chains. The hat. It's just all, it's just all going great. The slides. It, it's, just, it's just all a very interesting situation. Let's see how that worked out, the screen sharing thing. But Kadarius Tony, my, like, it was crazy. I mean, Canarius Tony, he was making catch after catch. Obviously, he had that one drop, right? That was, like, really unfortunate. Uh, and it's what, it, what down was that on? It was, like, on third down or second down where it was kind of like a pivotal spot where we, I think we had to punt afterwards uh, when he dropped that. But, hey, he was great today. Six receptions, 78 yards. Just, just really impressive from him, and that's kind of what we were all waiting for. And look at that. When you finally use a player, you spend – lots of money or draft capital on look at that they actually work out so Jason Garrett had good play calling besides that one hideous whatever that was the one of the first red zone plays where he decided to run it up the middle and then did an Evan Ingram like 
whatever. I don't even know what that play is called. Like the end around. It wasn't even an end around. It was like a, it was just like a jet sweep kind of thing. Right. And then he, uh, that terrible pass with Daniel Jones or whatever was going on there. I don't know what was going on there, but besides that, Jason Garrett called an adequate game. And uh, yeah, Kadarius Tony, uh, Kenny Galladay, Kenny Galladay, six receptions, 116 yards. That's what we need him. $18 million averaging more than 18 yards a carry or 18 yards a reception. That's what we really like to see. And John Ross obviously had his three receptions for 77 yards. Um, and Evan Ingram had his five for 27, but Evan Ingram's banished from society at this point. <laughs> yeah, he had another drop or two. I don't know why he's involved in the weapons game for the New York Giants at this point. Alex, I texted you to trade him. You said he has no trade value. I understand that. I would take a seventh rounder for Evan Ingram at this point and just making Caden Smith um, and Kyle Rudolph are number one and two tight ends in the opposite way with Rudolph one. Whatever it is, you know what? He dropped it. I would say he somewhat made up for it because he caught a few more passes after the help the Giants drive down the field when Daniel Jones needed him to catch it. If Daniel Jones doesn't need you to catch a ball, Evan, then you're I'm fine with you off the field. If Daniel, because you know Daniel Jones sometimes likes to involve Evan Ingram in his play calling, that's fine. I have no problem with that. Um, going on to what you were saying, Alex, that's what a number one wide receiver does. That's what we see: Devontae Adams, DeAndre Hopkins, AJ Brown, um, whatever, Ceedee Lamb, Amari Cooper. Um, Terry McLaurin, they get 100-yard games, right? Kenny Galladay had that 100-yard game. He did it for the Lions multiple times for Matthew Stafford uh, and that team, and now he's got it uh, for the New York Giants. Like you said, on six receptions, oh my, it was, it's a beautiful, that's a beautiful stat line right now. You know, the one thing he's got to add there is a touchdown, and you got a freaking day, man. But just that alone uh, was great. You mentioned Kadarius Tony already. Let's talk about John Ross, the speedster, man. And we used it. We used it on that touchdown. That's what you got to bring to this team. He's a weapon to use. Obviously, he got a chance now because Darius Slayton uh, was not able to come out there and Sterling Shepard. Let's talk about that too, Alex. I want to go to that now. We're missing two key guys, two key wide receivers, Sterling Shepard and Darius Slayton. What a time for John Ross to come back and be a weapon, right? Gets placed on IR, misses the first three weeks, and a, a timely, you know, Colin Johnson, for what he did, stepped up last week. I think he was on the field a few times in this game, as well as CJ Board. But for John Ross to come in here, not have that many receptions, but the times that he caught the ball, he caught the ball, first of all. he And he did well with the times he caught it. Got a touchdown, got a big completion to help this team out, about 15 yards. I think that was in overtime, right, uh, on the drive that we had. Man, like, he was able to make it, count uh for i want to double check that overtime although i do believe that's when it was but when he was able to come into this game he made it count uh and that's what that's what inevitably helped us win the game um so yeah john ross had an had an eight yard play that's maybe oh 17 yards yep i was i knew i I knew i had something that was a very high voice moment there but uh first and 10 from the giants 25 the first play actually in overtime, a shotgun pass from Daniel Jones, deep right to John Ross for 17 yards. Got us off the bat. Uh, and then later in that drive, he had another eight-yard play. So, And then 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 it was a touchdown. So two key passes, uh, pass catches for John Ross in overtime, 117 yards, 18 yards. And then the touchdown, which ended up being three receptions for 77 yards, just over 25 yards receiving uh, with – or 25 yards per catch uh, with one touchdown. And then Saquon. If it was just the rushing aspect, 
you know, wouldn't have been such a good day for him. Saquon had a really good day today. Two touchdowns, one rushing, one receiving, 13 carries, 52 yards. It's not, you know, not the best for Saquon, but it, it it's fine when he gets whatever, 74 yards receiving, right? So I'll, I'll take the four yards per carry when he can go out there, give you five catches for 74 yards and a touchdown. Um, so that's my thoughts on there. Evan Ingram, five catches, 27 yards. Kyle Rudolph, two catches, 24 yards. I just want to burn through um, all of these uh, receiving options because obviously we don't want this episode to go on for an hour. But anyway, Alex. So I know you're not going to mention this, but I want to mention it. The offensive line was superb today. They let up zero sacks. Daniel Jones had plenty of time in the pocket. And one man in particular, Andrew Thomas. I don't know what his PFF grade is going to be or whatever, but he was up against Cam Jordan throughout most of the game, who is probably a top five, top 10 defensive player in the NFL. And he shut him down. I mean, there, there, there was clips of him and he was just bullying him. He was pancaking Cam Jordan and it was truly impressive. Um, so Andrew Thomas has made massive strides this season. And it's really good to see, um, you know, out of the offensive line, obviously the weakest link was Matt Skura, but obviously he had just come in uh, when we get hopefully someone back <laughs> there in that left guard position that actually plays left guard. That would be helpful. Um, but yeah, everyone played well. Nate soldier had a couple mistakes as usual, but you know, that's to be expected. Offensive line was very good. Um, and it really gave Daniel Jones the ability to succeed in this game as well as Saquon Barkley. Um, you know, Saquon Barkley obviously really, you know, did well in the passing game, but he also did had some, a couple nice runs, right? Was Rob Sale the hire of the offseason? I mean... <laughs> okay, I think I think that's a bit of an overreaction. Let's not... <laughs> hey, 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 hey. This is a tweet I saw. I don't know who tweeted it out exactly, but listen. I mean, Joe Judge hasn't really stepped up this season. Not Hasn't really. Has not stepped up this season. Jason yep. Garrett with the play calling has not looked good this season. <laughs> By the way, can we just talk about Jason Garrett letting it all out in this game? Because he knows he needs to keep his job. I oh, he was we, desperate. He was desperate. We tonight. were talking about it on the interview, um, you know, with, with Clem. Please go check out that interview because it was a great interview anyway because we didn't just talk about this game. Um, you know, you mentioned, Alex, there that he's fighting for his job in this one. So let it all out. And I think the uh, analyst, I don't know who it was exactly, on the Fox Sports, on the Fox broadcast with Kenny Albert, the play-by-play guy, <clears throat> had him on the Check pod. out previous episode. Check out the previous episode. Plug, 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 plug. Had him on the podcast before the play-by-play guy of this game. Uh, the analyst there was saying like two times was like mocking Giants fans, imitating them. Uh, you know about how Jason Garrett. So he left it all out there. And Pat Graham, Alex, and this defense was it just because we played like really well last year and we saw the height of all of the players? Is it because we're missing? But whatever. Rob Sale and this offensive line have been the only group that I matched with the coach that has been playing well throughout this season so far. I know obviously there were a few plays throughout games, like the first game of the season when a few guys just completely missed their blocks. Matt Paris looked very bad. But today, man, they look really good. Yeah, for sure. And it's probably the only group that I'd say is overperformed, I think would be the the main way to say it this season. If I'm looking at all the groups, I, to be honest, I'd say Daniel Jones has overperformed my expectations as well. So I'd say QB. I'd say offensive line receiver group has probably been about what I expected, maybe a bit underwhelming. Running back, kind of not a fair uh, thing there. Tight end, kind of what I expected. Um, and then you look at the defensive line was not as good as I thought it should have been. 
linebackers have not been as good and really the secondary has not been as good either so it's just the offensive line and Daniel Jones that has really taken the step up this year yeah no I agree um I, I don't know if I was just lagging a bit uh, on screen that's why I had a hard time like clicking. you were back. just mesmerized by my amazing analysis I think that's definitely what it was um yeah. it took me a while I had to comprehend everything you were saying Alex that for some reason it took me a while to click on but um anyway um, I mean, like, I'm trying to, like, just go through, make sure we get through all the positives before we go to the negatives, because I don't want to, like, let everyone down here. But um, do you want to wait to go to the NFC East? Do we, do we, we have to mention the NFC East. This is a freaking Giants podcast, man. I just, I just don't know. If you want me to be completely honest, I have no idea what the scores are. So I'm actually going to react oh, to right. it myself. You're reacting as we're going. Uh, well, here, I got a quote from Kadarius Tony as you look at that, Alex. Okay. Saying that was a great performance by Daniel uh, you know, that, that was what Kadarius Tony said. Joe Judge on easing John Ross back, and we ain't got time for that, he said with a chuckle, um, which at this point, with how good he played, we don't even need to ease him back. Just, like, let him go crazy. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, so, Alex, just to – I'm sure you just took a look. To give you your information, the Washington game ended with basically – I think it was Gibson, uh, Antonio Gibson – Literally a leap into the end zone, like flew over. It was over JD someone. McKissick. It was JD McKissick. Oh, how do you spiting know? my fantasy team because I know because he spited my fantasy. Team. Oh, like hopped over a guy in the end zone. Yep. Matt Ryan tried to come down the field and uh, win the game. Did not happen. So unfortunately, Washington goes to two and two. But going. Can to- we also talk about Cordell Patterson with three touchdowns in that game? By the way, what the hell is going on with that man? He's a very good <laughs> player, apparently. Right now, it took him. It took him to go. Hey. Another thing I have to mention. Sorry, I got, I got, I got to get this in. I te- I texted Josh this, but three out of the four predictions so far about the opposing team's X factors I've gotten right. Week one, I said Teddy Bridgewater, spot on there. Week two, I said Diami Brown. That didn't really work out. Whatever, we'll ignore that. Week three, who did I say? Who tore? I said Patterson. Right, he tore us apart pretty well. And this week, I said Taysom Hill. And let's just say Taysom Hill had a pretty good game. Yes. Okay. You got that out of the way. So the credit Cowboys- to myself there. Yeah. Okay. I'm moving these cords around while we're doing this. Moving three the and one first place Dallas Cowboys. They looked really good today. Washington two and two lucky win. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm calling a lucky win. Eagles one and three and Giants one and three. So we're still in this man. We are. Doesn't really matter. I would like to go to the negatives now. But what's really frustrating about this kind of with the negatives is that we could be three and one right now. We could easily be three and one if we just didn't make some stupid mistakes. That is and to true. be honest, with the mistakes we made today, we could have lost this game. Imagine we didn't win the coin toss. We might have lost this game. Imagine if, uh, you know, yeah. they didn't throw the interception. <laughs> imagine, imagine if James Bradbury got beat by that guy. So that's my first negative is James Bradbury. Um, so far this season has not looked the best. Uh, got beat by Terry McLaurin against the Washington football team. And he got beat today on one play downfield. If he didn't have that interception, um, that was, by the way, a bad throw by Taysom Hill himself, Alex, then it would have been a completely different ballgame. But I would like to compliment, um, you know, him and his efforts and able to make that pick because I know it wasn't the easiest. It was a jump ball, 50-50 between two players, literally a jump ball like in basketball. Uh, and he was able to come down with it. So. That, that was good for him um, at that point. But I'm just trying to figure out how much time we got on this clock. So when we got the ball back, how much time was left in this game? Like, that's where I'm trying to comment. Like, 
So we had it was twenty seven minutes left when we got the ball down eleven. Twenty one ten. That's yeah. That's insane. That like for this Giants team, that's insane. Yes, I know for a good yeah. team in the NFL, but for this Giants team, that's insane. <laughs> My second negative is is Taysom Hill. What the hell was that? Uh, J- Taysom Hill and tackling, so we can again like get through this episode at a reasonable time. Tackling this Giants team needs to tackle. I don't understand what it is. This Giants twenty twenty one defense has been bad at tackling through the first four games of this season, and Taysom Hill made them look like a cover of Madden twenty three. He's going to be on the cover of Madden 23 with that right there. Like, I don't even understand. That, that is literally a, a a cover of a newspaper or like a magazine or something. That That's what that, that reminds me of. Like, it, it's just going to be Taysom Hill standing in the end zone while like seven Giants players are sitting on the ground behind him. And I forget which Giants player it was. Uh, was it Tay Crowder? I, I don't remember. Aziz. One of them was going for the fumble and forgot that he's supposed to tackle the guy first. Um, and literally went for the fumble and then fell. And then that's what happened. So for, for that to happen with Taysom Hill is, is just unacceptable. Uh, two touchdowns in this game for him. And just, again, got through absolutely the whole Giants team uh, on one of them and broke probably seven tackles at that point. And then you can go ahead, Alex. And then I would like to talk about who my X Factor was in this game because you know what? I was right. What were you right about? I was right about Alvin Kamara. What? Well, I don't think he really tore us apart. 26 carries for 120 yards. The carry number was high, so it's not going to look that, but it's 120 yards rushing. I mean, I get it. Don't I mean, don't get me wrong, but I felt like, you know, we, we contained him okay. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, for Alvin Kamara, we did pretty well, but I'm just Contain- saying. I was, contained him okay, yeah, so you were partially right. You don't, all right, you don't have to. We get it because you, like, get everything right with your picks. Like, you don't have to give anything to me. I, I understand. No, no, I, I will give you adequate credit because I did not realize he had 120-something yards. I thought he had under 100, but yes, okay, fine. I will give you some credit there. Thank you. Unfortunately, he didn't get any uh, touchdowns for my fantasy team, but who cares? Um, any and thoughts it, on this defense, though? On the Giants? Well, lots of thoughts, actually. Just not exactly great thoughts. I thought Aziz Ojolari played decent again today. I thought we got some... I thought we got some more pressure on Jameis Winston than we have on... Have gotten on people like Matt Ryan, Taylor Heineke, etc. Wasn't good enough again. We were kind of struggling in coverage. I thought Adoree Jackson played poor today. James Bradbury didn't have a great game. I thought... If Logan Ryan again kind of just looked like he didn't know where he was. He just looks behind the pace. He just looks like he's aging at a little bit of a too fast rate for my liking. Um, in the linebacking core, obviously we're missing Blake Martinez badly because Blake Martinez tackles Taysom Hill. I'll tell you that Blake Martinez would not let Taysom Hill build like a quarterback. He he looked like I don't I don't want to like discredit Taysom Hill, but like come on, it's Taysom Hill. Like we we need to be tackling that guy. And, you know, it was just unfortunate that we couldn't get the tackles. But, uh, yeah, this defense needs to improve. Patrick Graham needs to kind of, like, kind of evolve with how this defense is. Um, you know, this defense is different. We got more talent, I think, this year. But I don't think we have I, – I don't think we had the same grit that we had last year, if that makes any sense. I think we, we had a more togetherness last year. I feel like this year everyone's just kind of trying to shine on their own. We need to play together as a defense. If yes. that makes any sense. No, that makes sense. I'm sorry. I'm like so. I'm getting so distracted from Giants Twitter. I think we need to play this, Alex. I'll play it on my mic though. 
We we have to. And it is his. We want that motherfucker. That's about it. I don't know if you could catch that. I think you could. Um, but uh, I think I think it was we want that mother effort from uh when when Drew Peppers. I know there was like an uh which one was it? But I think that's what what he said. And then you know our friend Justin Panic. I would like to mention this. Uh, he mentioned he loves explosive plays, 20-plus yard plays. He loves going into the stats and stuff like that. Him and Alex are best friends. That's why they're best friends, because they love digging into those stats. Um, <laughs> but uh, so so Justin, last week, I think it was he posted on Twitter that one. Giants had one play over 20 yards. This week, in this game, and uh, the first time, or at least he believes, the first time in the Garrett Judge era, era where the Giants had eight plays over 20 plus yards in this game. That's pretty freaking good. That's pretty good. And for everyone, actually, I'll share the clip right now, the Jabril Peppers thing. So that way everyone could see how ridiculous it was, but it was also really fun. So here, I'll play it real quick. Do you hear that or no? I couldn't. I can't hear it. You don't hear it? Okay. Well, that's unfortunate. I think you have to (laughs) unmute the actual... I think there's an well, I think I unmuted the... Co- All right, we'll, we'll move on. You saw it, basically. Just imagine the audio. <laughs> imagine the audio. For those of you listening, I assume you've already seen it, but if not, I'm sure it's all over Twitter if you really want to look at yeah, it. Yeah, just go look on Twitter. Just Jabril Peppers. Peppers. Alex kind of just ruined the moment there. I blame him. I'll get the audio better for next episode. <laughs> sure. I'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll have figure to wait out. and see. Is that I'll it? I mean, for right now. I mean, what else do we have to talk about? I mean, the Giants won. The Giants I'm won. Happy. The Giants. The Gi- take that in. The Giants. You see right over there? The, wait, wait. There we go. The Giants, they won. And I'm happy. And uh, we're just excited. Lots of things to work on. Let's not get this wrong. I know I sound like like a – you know what I sound like? I sound like a, like a young coach who like teaches like a whole bunch of like middle school kids. And like, there's lots to work on in practice after you like beat the other team, like 17 to zero. That's kind of like what I feel like right now, but there's lots to work on. I'm sure Joe Judge is going to get on that right away. Oh yeah. And uh, we need to get on that, but good win today. Let's just get back on that winning way and let's smack Dallas next week. Yeah. So uh, we got Dallas coming up and of course that'll be a fun one. Um, You know, America's game of the week, four o'clock game in Dallas, in Jerry's world. And uh, we'll, you know what? We'll see him, and we'll see how well the Giants team does. But for right now, hey, enjoy your day. Um, enjoy whenever you're listening to this and take in the Giants win for what we have right now. And we will see you later this week for, um, you know, this next game preview. But before I do that, I would like to get a couple of, pl- a couple of plugs in uh, just before I do that. If you can, please subscribe to this podcast wherever you're listening. Follow us on Twitter at the Giant Take Pod, Josh at Joshola29 on Twitter, at Anorian23 on Twitter. Uh, that's Alex. The first one was Josh. Um, uh, the Giant Take on Instagram and Facebook, as well as the Giant Take Pod on TikTok. YouTube, the Giant Take, where we're going to be posting our recap episodes on there, if not other videos uh, coming soon as well. Shipitstudios.com slash Giant Take to check out all the links to our podcast. Uh, you can go to the articles of Shipit Studios, uh, where I did an article in last week's game. I'll I'll see how much work I get through school, and then we'll base that on if I'll do an article uh, for this week's game. Uh, but anyway, for now, Alex, you want to close it out? Yes, I will close it out. Thank you, everyone, for listening to today's episode. 
hopefully we have more episodes like this and we'll uh, see you later this week for the Cowboys preview. Go Giants! Welcome to the All 80s Movies Podcast. I'm Bill. And I'm Jason. And this is the podcast where we talk about the blockbusters, the flops, and everything in between from one of the freshest decades for movies, the 1980s. So whether you're a brain, a jock, a valley girl, or a Jedi, we've got some 80s classics for you. Do these movies stand the test of time? Are we discovering something new? Is there an 80s movie we're finally watching for the first time? Join us each week as we dive into the cinematic nostalgia that inspired and influenced a generation. From the hits to the cult classics, we'll discuss our earliest memories, favorite scenes, fun facts, and our not-so-favorite movie moments, too. It's the All 80s Movies Podcast, now available on all major streaming platforms. Please subscribe and happy listening.